Amen. Love you guys. Y'all go ahead and grab a seat. What's up? How y'all doing? Good. Good. Like three of you are good. The rest of you are either like in a pancake coma or you hate me, which is fu- either one's fine. Uh, nice. Welcome to the living room. My name is Reed Moore. It's a funny name. It's a command. And um, so I'll, you guys get it faster than like high schoolers and middle schoolers. They'll be, I'll be like halfway through my talk and one of them will be like, <laughs> like the books. And I'm like, yeah, you're an idiot. So, um, I'm a great pastor, I promise. So, yeah, uh, my name is Reed. I'm from Gwinnett, and uh, I I like the chance. Hey, Gwinnett County, South Gwinnett, booming out in South Gwinnett, like, read more. So, like, um, that's actually where I went to high school, so I I love it. But that's where I'm from, and I'm excited to get to hang out with you guys tonight as we're picking up uh, in a new new series that Matt started for us last week called This Is Living. And the idea behind this series is is all about, like, living your best life, right? My best life, right? Like, that's, like, we're talking about living your best life, and we're taking a look together. We're journeying together through the book of Philippians uh, because in the book of Philippians, there's this guy named Paul, and he writes to this church that he, like that he's heard about and that he helped be a part of and start and all this stuff and he's writing to them from jail and he's writing to them about some things that he's learned about how to live their best life and as a matter of fact towards the end he says oh my gosh i found the key to like surviving everything that life can throw at you like and so it's almost like he's saying to them like look like listen to these words i'm going to teach you the way to get the very most like the like the most you can get out of life to squeeze it down to the last drop like I want you to have that. And so throughout the book of Philippians, that's what he's writing about. And so Matt started us off last week looking at Philippians 1, and he kind of set us up with this idea of, hey, you know what, like a lot of times we tend uh, to define our best life by the things around us. And we tend to, we tend to measure our best life by, by external things, things like the relationship that we're in or the career that we have or how much money we make or, or maybe the car that we drive or the type of shoes we're able to buy or whatever, right? Like, like we tend to measure our best life by these external things. And he said, but what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if it's not the external things that are the real measure of your life? Like what if it's an eternal person? that actually is the measure of your life. And, and so what if it's not the external things that define the best life, but it's something eternal that actually defines the best life? Like, what if we're looking in the wrong places? And so he kind of set it up, asked that question, and hopefully you guys were, like, thinking about it, like, oh, like, how am I measuring my best life? And tonight, though, we're going to pick up in Philippians chapter 2, and we're going to take a look at something that Paul says, a key ingredient to living your best life. Uh, one of the things that we're all going to need to come to understand a perspective that we need to have if we're going to get the most out of life, if we're actually going to live life like to the fullest, the most abundant, the type of life that every single one of us wants to live, he says, if you want to get the most out of life, you got to get this perspective. And so I want to show you guys in Philippians chapter 2 what he says and give you this kind of key uh, that he gives us um, in, in Philippians chapter 2. So 
I'm just going to go ahead and jump in. We got Philippians chapter 2. Let me show you what Paul says. He says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. Right, So he's starting in and he's like, hey, if you want to know how to get the most out of life and you want to live the best life that you could possibly live, you, you, want, to, you want to get the very most out of life, you want to live a life that's full, you want to live a life that's abundant, then something that you've got to come to understand and that you've got to come to embrace and realize is that this life is not all about you. Which is like, ooh, like, don't invite him back, right? Like, like it's like, whoa, like, that's like, that's like, that's like kind of intense, right? He says, you want to get the most out of life, then you got to understand that you can't make life all about you. He's like, he's like you got to understand this perspective. If you want to get the most out of life, you want to have the best life possible, you want to have a life that's like full and rich and abundant and purpose-filled and satisfying, you want to live that kind of life, he goes, then, then you've got to embrace this perspective and understand this perspective that, that this life is not all about you. In the words of the prophet Kendrick Lamar, be humble, sit down. Be humble. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's, that's, that's essentially what Paul is saying way before Kendrick ever got to it, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's saying to us, he's like, hey, you, you want to you wanna know how to live the best life? He's like, then, then, then you've got to be humble, right? You've got to embrace this perspective of humility, right? And, y'all, we all know, like, 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 and enjoy, like, humble people, don't you? Like, 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 if you've ever been around some humble people, like, you enjoy humble people. Like, you understand. Like, humble people are usually happy people. Like, like nobody's like, well, sorry, I'm just not thinking about myself today. So, ugh. you know what I mean? Like, but, like, humble people are, like, usually, like, pretty happy people. They seem to be satisfied. They seem to be enjoying life. Like, like you know what's crazy about humility is that humility looks good on everybody. Like, humility looks good on everybody. You may not be able to pull off all the latest fashion trends. I, myself, I was thinking about this. I was like, I can't pull off. There are some things that I know I cannot pull off. I can't pull off a long tee because I'm short and kind of thick. And so... Like a long tee, I just look like kind of like an overweight person in a dress. And so I'm like, yo, I can't rock the long tee. Or, or another thing that I know I can't like rock with is like I can't do like um, vans, like the low top vans. And it's because they're a little bit narrow and also because I'm a little bit thick. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so like the van, I look like a chubby Peter Pan. You know what I'm saying? Like something, like, hey guys, I'm here. You know, like, and so... I can't rock with that, right? Like, there are some things that I can't rock, some fashion trends I can't rock, but here's the deal about humility is that humility looks good on everybody. Humility looks good on everybody, right? It's attractive. Like, when you see humble people, you're like, you're like drawn to humble people. You want to be around humble people, not self-absorbed people. Listen, that's the reason why Drake's God's Plan video is circulating all around the internet, right? Because for, even if it's just for a day or however long he took to film that video, even if it's just for that time, he took a second to think about some people that, that weren't him. And he took a second to, to think about somebody else's needs that weren't his own. And he took a second to, to, to care about some people and he gave away a million dollars and you're like, oh my gosh. And he has like one of the best lines ever in that song, right? She asked me, do you love me? I tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mom. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so you're like, yo, right? Like, but that's why, that's why that video like blew up because, because humility is attractive. Like, 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 like humility looks good on everybody. And, and here's this guy, and he's thinking about some other people more than himself. And he's caring about some other people more than himself. And Paul says, hey, you want to live the best life you can possibly live? He says, be humble. Y'all, I love humble people. I love 
I love humble people. I love humble people. I was thinking about like some things that I love about humble people. And here's some things that I love about humble people is that humble people, they rarely talk about themselves. Humble people like rarely talk about themselves. You know what I mean? Like, like, like a humble person like is more interested in the other people around them than they are about telling you all about themselves. They're more interested in hearing about you than they are telling you about them, right? And so a humble person, right, they're, they're rarely talking about themselves. You know what I love about a humble person's, like, social media or their Instagram? You know what I love about it? Is that there's more posts about others. They spend more time celebrating, encouraging, and boosting other people than they do themselves. And so I don't got to see, like, 14 of the same thing. If you just say, like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, don't have to, I don't have to look. I'm like, all right, it's the same thing, right? Your whole grid is you, right? Like, get over yourself, right? Like, so some of you are like, ooh, conviction. That was the Holy Spirit. So <laughs> you go home and pray about that. So. So I love that about humble people, right? They rarely talk about themselves. You know what else I love about humble people is that they're curious. Humble people are curious people. They don't walk around like they've got it all figured out. Humble people don't walk around like they've got it all figured out. Humble people don't walk around like their perspective is the only right perspective. Humble people don't walk around like entrenched in their own ways, trying to push their perspective and their agenda on everybody else, but they walk around curious, wanting to learn about other people's perspective. I love that about humble people. I love that about humble people. You know what else I love about humble people is that they're willing to walk like to the other side. They're willing to like get out of their own comfort zone and to go and talk with somebody else that might be different, that might have a different perspective, that might have a different background, that might have a different view on life. They're willing, they're willing to walk to the other side. They don't just stay entrenched in their own little world and expect you to come to them. They're willing to walk to the other side because they care about other people more than they're caring about themselves and their own point of view. I also love about humble people is that they serve people. I love this about humble people. Every time I'm around humble people, like I get inspired. Every time I'm around humble people, I feel like, oh, like I want to be a better person. Like I want to surround myself with humble people. And the apostle Paul is writing and he says, hey, you want to get the most out of life? He's like, be humble. Like, if you want to get the most out of life, you want, you want a life that, like, is worth living, and you want a life that's, like, to the full, you want the best kind of life that you can possibly live, then you've got to understand that the best kind of life you can live, the best life for you, is when you realize that it's not about you. He says, embrace humility. Now, y'all, I was just telling you, I love humble people. I do. I love humble people. But if I'm being honest, can we be honest at church? Is that Okay. Yeah, I know. So this guy, he said, you can do it, sir. And then everybody else was like, I don't know. It depends on how honest we're being, right? I'm not going to pass the microphone and be like, tell us your sins. And you're like, well, okay, right? Like, we're not going to be that honest tonight, right? I don't trust you with the microphone. So, um, but, but we're going to be honest in church, right? Like, I love humble people, and I love this perspective on life. But if I'm being completely honest with you, as much as I love humble people, I have a hard time being humble. And I don't mean like I have a hard time being humble, like I'm like so full of myself. Like I'm just like, oh, listen to me. You know what I mean? Like it's not like that, but listen, like, like, when I, like using Paul's definition of humility, which is simply this, thinking about other people more than yourself, putting other people's success above your own success, thinking about other people's needs before your own needs, thinking about what's best for someone else rather than just what's best for you, you guys, using that definition, right, like I love humble people, but I have a hard time living that out. And chances are, if you were being honest tonight, 
and we were able to talk about it, like, like you would say, yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that. Like it's, it's hard to be humble, right? Like we all love humble people and humility looks good on everybody, but it's hard to be humble. And the reason why it's hard to be humble is because humility is not natural. It's not natural. Like you're not born thinking about other people, right? I have two kids. I have a four-year-old girl. I have a two-year-old boy. And we're in a stage right now where I'm witnessing this firsthand because everything right now is just this. Like I come home, I sit down, I try to turn on some Netflix. I'm like just trying to watch what I want to watch. And they're like, hey, dad, look at me. Look at me. You know what I mean? I'm like, you're doing the same thing. I just want to watch my show, right? And so, but they're like, look at me, do this. Look at me, do this. Look at me, 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 look at me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, ah, like, like it, it drives me nuts, right? Like, but I love them. I love my kids. But, but you're like, oh my gosh, like you realize, right, watching these little kids that like humility does not come naturally. It doesn't come naturally to think about somebody else. Like what comes naturally is that, look at me. Check this out. Like, look what I'm doing. It's to, it's to think about your own success. It's to think about your own needs. It's to think about your own concerns. It's to be self-absorbed. That's what comes naturally, right? That's what comes naturally. And so we all like humble people, but when you read that verse, I think there's that tension within all of us of, yo, I like humble people and I want to be around humble people, but I struggle to be humble myself. And so the question that I find myself asking when I read this verse, I'm like, Paul, that sounds amazing. I know that my best life is probably in making more of ma- making a big deal about other people and thinking about other people, but I struggle to do this. So how do I do it? How do we do it? How can we actually be humble? Like, how does that, that start to happen? For me, you guys, I don't know about you, but like, I like to have an example. Does anybody like to have an example, like to like follow, like I- I'm a visual person. So, like, if somebody's going to tell me to do something, like, I like to have, like, a visual to follow. And Paul, I think, knows this. And so I think he probably recognized the tension of when he said that. And so he's like, yo, you know, like, you need to be humble. This is the way to have the best life possible. You want a life that's, like, worth living. He's like, you need to think about other people, but I know that that doesn't come naturally for you. And so here's what he says. He goes, let me give you an example. He says, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. He says, oh, I want to give you an example of what it might look like. And so he says, the best example that I can think of, the best example that I could show you, the best example that I could point you to, the, the person that you've got to get your eyes on if you want to know what it looks like to be humble and if you want an example to follow, he says, you got to look at Jesus. And this is one of the things that I love about Jesus, you guys, is that like Jesus isn't one of those people that tells you to do something that he wasn't willing to do himself. Jesus is one of those people that does it first and then says, all right, now come follow. Jesus is always willing to do what he's asking us to do. Like, I love that about Jesus. I had a football coach in high school and he was like, he was kind of, can we be real? I mean, like he was kind of overweight, right? So, and so he was like heavy, but he was like the guy that always yelled at you when you were running slow at practice. And so he would be like, run faster. And you would be like, run ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, just you do it in one time, you know? Like, and so like, I, I hated that because it was like, you know, like you should do it, but I'm not going to do it. But that's not the way Jesus is, right? Jesus is not that type of, of leader. He's not that type of savior. He's not that type of God. He says, no, 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 let me show you the way. And so Paul says, like, if you need an example of what humility looks like, you want an example to follow, you want, you want a life to follow, you, wanna, you want somebody to look at and to go, okay, like, this is what it looks like. He says, look at Jesus. And then he goes on and he says, who, being the very nature of God, 
did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant and being made in human likeness. Keep going. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. He says, look, I know this doesn't come naturally. I know that humility, I'm trying to tell you it's the best thing for you to think about somebody else other than yourself. He says, I know that doesn't come naturally, and I know that there aren't going to be a lot of examples in your world. You're not going to be able to look around the world and see a lot of examples of humility. And so he says, I want to point you to the ultimate example. He says, he says if you need an example, look at Jesus. He says, Jesus is a great example of what humility might look like because Jesus, Jesus was God. And yet, he didn't come down and make it all about himself, although he could have. He could have. And instead, he considered your life and my life, he considered our lives as more important than his own. And he served. He took the place of a servant. And he allowed himself while he was on the earth. This is what was crazy, you guys. If you go look at the life of Jesus, as Paul is suggesting, if you go look at some of the Gospels, watch how Jesus allows himself to be interrupted. He'd be in the middle of preaching. He's like trying to make a good point. And somebody would be like, excuse me, Jesus, come to my house and heal my daughter. You know, and he's like, nah, right, pause. You know, like, and, and, and he would allow himself to be interrupted. He would allow himself to be inconvenienced. He would allow himself to be mistreated. He would allow himself, his own reputation to be maligned. He would allow himself to be taken advantage of. He would allow these things to happen on behalf of the people that he was out there serving. And so here he is, and he doesn't consider himself, even though he could have, he didn't consider himself better than anybody else, which is what happens a lot in church. We, we act like we're better than other people, but we're not. Jesus says, I don't consider myself better than anybody else. As a matter of fact, I'm considering everybody else as better than me. And to the point where he gives his life away, he gives his life away, he gives his life away, to the point where he actually gives his life away. And he dies to remove any and all obstacles that would stand in the way of us and him. He dies, not because he did anything wrong, but because we do things wrong. He died. He died. And he laid down his life for us. And Paul says, you want to know what humility looks like? You want to know how to, you want, to, you want to, an example to follow? He says, look at Jesus. That's the perfect example. If you're walking around in life and you're confused and you're wondering, how do I live humble? Like, like, just look at Jesus. Go to one of the gospels and look at Jesus. Look at how Jesus interacted with people. Look at how Jesus treated others that were different than him. Look at how Jesus treated others that inconvenienced him. He says, go look at Jesus. Jesus is the perfect example of what it looks like. But not only is Jesus a good example, you guys, I want to show you what Paul says next because what he says next is amazing because Jesus isn't just a good example to follow. This is, this is what's so amazing. Like, let me show you what happens. He says, therefore, since Jesus humbled himself, he says, therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and he gave him the name that's above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Paul says, look, 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 like not only is Jesus your example, but because Jesus was willing to be humble, because he laid his life down, because he gave his life, he got everything and more in return. And now he's sitting at the right hand of God, and, and he's been given all authority, all power, and all of that is in your corner. 
And so he says, not only is Jesus the example, but he empowers you to be able to be humble. So not only is Jesus an example that you can follow, but he's someone that you can lean on. He's someone that's going to empower your efforts. He's someone that you can turn to, that you can trust in, that you can ask for help. And he has the ability and the authority because he was humble. He now has that ability and that authority to give his aid, to give his power, and to empower your efforts to be able to be humble. Because Jesus laid his life down for you, you now have the ability to lay your life down for others. Because Jesus was humble, you can be humble. Because Jesus was able to forgive others, you can now forgive others. Because Jesus served others, you could now serve others, right? He's going to empower your efforts. And so the good news is, even though humility doesn't come naturally, we've got an example to follow. And we have the God of the universe in our corner to empower our efforts and to help us to live humbly and to think about others better than ourselves, to consider other people better than ourselves. We have the ability to live humble because Jesus went before us and did it. And you guys, that's some really good news. Because as I said, I want to live humble, and maybe you do too, because what I've found is that humble people are are happier people. Humble people are more satisfied people. Humble people are more helpful people. Humble people are more, more impactful people. I want to be that type of person, but I need an example. I need an example to follow, and there are a lot of days where I need help along the way. And what Paul says is that there's really good news. He says, hey, your best life, your best life is when you realize that it's not about you. And when you start considering other people better than yourself, and you've got an example to follow, and you've got a God in your corner to empower your efforts. And so because Jesus went before you, you and I, we can live this way. We can find real life, abundant life, full life by giving our lives away because Jesus gave his life away for us. That's some really good news tonight. And so what I wanted to ask you, though, is like, what would it look like then for us to start to actually follow the example of Jesus? Like, what would it look like this week for you and I to start to follow the example of Jesus and to to give our lives away, to consider other people before ourselves? What would it look like this week if you and I, in our relationships, began to consider the other people that are sitting across from us like, like more important than ourselves? and to consider their needs and their problems as maybe something that's more important than ours? What would it look like this week if, if you used your social media this week to encourage, to celebrate, and to boost other people instead of just talking about yourself? What would it look like this week in your relationships if, if you chose, instead of just talking about you, to be more curious and to ask more questions and to lean in? What, if, what would it look like this week if instead of pushing your own perspective, you were curious about what other people thought and where they were coming from and you asked them more questions and you leaned into that? What would it look like this week for you to serve some other people around you? Instead of asking the question of what's in it for me, what would it look like for you this week to begin to ask the question of how can I help? What would it look like if we began to live that way, you guys? I think, I think, I think that it would be a game changer for some of y'all. I think it would be a game changer for me if I could live that way this week. I think it would change some of your relationships. And you know what I think is that you would find like your life to be more full, more abundant, more rich. I think you would be one of those humble people that other people look at and they go, I want to be around that person. 
and I want that person in my life. You guys imagine if we could follow the example of Jesus and we could lean on him to empower our efforts. And instead of living this life so self-absorbed, imagine if you could live your life focused on others and trusting that God's going to take care of you. Wouldn't that be something? That, that's living. That's living. When you can give your life away and trust that God's going to take care of yours because he gave his away for you. That, that's living. What if we could live like that? I'd love to pray for us, living room. Jesus, thank you so much that you are the example of life and life to the full, life abundant. Thank you that you've set that example and that we can look in the gospels and we can see your life. We can look to the cross and see your love. We can look and you are the example. You give us an example to follow. You didn't just tell us to live away and, and then just expect us to do it on our own, but you did it first. So thank you so much that you are the example of true humility. And Jesus, thank you so much that you empower our efforts and that you've given us the Holy Spirit to help us to actually live this thing out. And Jesus, I pray this week that you would help us. It doesn't come naturally, we confess. It does not come naturally to think about other people above ourselves. But I pray this week that we would embrace and understand that the best life we could live is a life that's not about us. So would you help us? Help us to be humble. Help us to consider others. Help us this week. It's in your name we pray. Amen.